your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to a special crossover edition of Locked On Blue Jackets. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, I'm Jay Foster. Today I'm joined by friend of the show and host of Locked On LA Kings, Sarah Avampato, to discuss a potential trade that would send Pierre-Luc Dubois to LA in return for something good and something extremely cursed. So I'll just get right into it. So I'm here with Sarah Avampato, uh, friend of the show, uh, host of Locked On LA Kings and the Wednesday episode of Locked On NHL, uh, because I have a trade proposal for her. Um, obviously, we've all heard Pierre-Luc Dubois is, on, and you know, some people are saying, oh yeah, he's, he's, already, he's already on his way out of town, um, but those people are melodramatic beat writers so we don't listen to them uh but they have uh put together on first ohio first ohio battery uh the list of likely landing places for pierre-luc dubois um and because i am as we all know a part-time kings fan this is the one that causes me the least amount of emotional pain so i figured i would get sarah on and we would hash out a trade that makes sense for both teams. Um, so, Sarah, have you come prepared with an offer for Pierre-Luc Dubois? I mean, I've got so many boys and all of them make me sad to lose, but also Pierre-Luc Dubois is really good and really big. <laughs> I feel like the Kings are lacking in big at the minute. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you could use big. Yeah. Like he he's he's a large a large boy, um, but yeah, we have a lot of small boys now. Um, so so the prospect of getting, you know, sort of the stopgap, I guess, between now and when Quentin Byfield is ready to be a big you know important center in the NHL, like the idea of getting a center who could fill that sort of gap for right now is really intriguing. Oh, I'm just looking at all my boys and being like, who, who do I want to give up? I mean, I guess the question for me is, and I think, you know, what, what, if I were Rob Blake, the kind of question that I would start out with is what do you guys want back in exchange for your large boy? Well, I think it's weird. I talked about this a little bit on Lockdown NHL, I think. Um, I personally would like a center of probably not equal value, but approximately equal value. I know that we're not going to get a Pierre-Luc Dubois for Pierre-Luc Dubois trade. Um, So like a slightly lesser center maybe, uh, and some kind of pick or maybe, maybe a defenseman uh, because we seem to have given away all our defensive depth this offseason in exchange for Michael Delzotto. So. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if I can't foist Drew Doughty off on you, I mean, I think for for the Kings, 
I kind of have to start with like, who are their untouchables of their sort of prospect group? And, you know, for me, that's Gabe Velarde, who I think uh, is showing now that he is healthy and able to play. I think he's showing that uh, he is capable of being the player that we thought he was going to be when we drafted him. So I think he is still kind of off limits for the Kings. Obviously, Gabe, or uh, obviously Quentin Byfield is a, uh, a no-go. That's not even... A, what? You wouldn't do right? I feel for Dubois? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you can't have my new boy. He no. wears... Okay. <laughs> I need him. So, I mean, I think that, like, those two are your, like, first-level untouchables that that will not go anywhere. I mean, fr- from a defenseman pool, I, there's really not a whole ton... To be excited about like they have a lot of guys that i like like i like kale clig i like um jordan spence who's not here yet but you know i like travis Bjornfoot and mikey anderson but none of those guys are gonna be the elite defensemen that i think would be part of this conversation uh, that, that columbus would want to get back so i have a bunch of like okay defensemen who would be fine on like you know, your second pairing or whatever, but we don't necessarily have a guy who's going to be your like Seth Jones heir apparent or, or anything like that. We just have guys. Um, what, like a couple that kind of, I, I, I'm always, I'm a little torn about Alex Tricot because I could see it being one of those deals that Rob Blake would not want to make, but at the end of the day, would he be? A more expendable prospect like I think that they would maybe want to get to see him in their system for a little bit like maybe this time next year we could be talking about an Alex Tricot because they know a little more what they have in him but I think that he would be sort of on the table um and then kind of the other kind of guys that sort of come to mind um Tyler Madden who we haven't seen yet who I know is going to be a great prospect but uh you know he needs a little bit of time he needs to put on some weight uh, he was part of the Tyler to Foley trade so if they could somehow turn Tyler to Foley into Pierre-Luc Dubois <laughs> like that would be great actually um so I, I think for me it would probably be um Madden Jared Anderson Dolan who I still like a lot and believe in but uh he I think has really been passed up on the depth chart by uh some of these guys and then who's the other one? Oh, Akil Thomas who I love him but again, when I look at him compared to Byfield, Turcotte, uh, Gabe Velarde, like he, it's not the same profile player. So I feel like those three would be kind of who I would offer up. And then again, if you would like Drew Doughty, I, I as fake Rob Blake would give him to you. <laughs> I would pay Drew Doughty's cap space to not have Drew Doughty. So <laughs> do with that what you will. Um, Jarrett Addison Dolan was actually going to be my starting point. Um, once I, I, I looked and I was like, okay, well, they're not going to give up Byfield. Uh, they're not going to give up uh, Vladi, although I would love uh, Gabe Vladi. Uh, I think he would fit in really well with the Blue Jackets. Uh, but yeah, Anderson Dolan was who I was looking at just because I love him. Uh, and he feels like he's one of those players that would do really well, again, on the Blue Jackets in terms of, like, we do really well with second-round picks. 
and guys like that who are not going to be stars in their own right, but like um, Oliver Bjorkstrand, for example, who was a second round pick and has suddenly turned into this monster. You know, we do pretty well with drafting lesser guys and making them more than the sum of their parts. And I feel like Anderson Dolan could be a really good kind of not replacement for Dubois, but he could kind of slot into our top six and kind of share share center duties with uh, Domi and Texier. Coming up in just a minute, we've got more talk with Sarah and I about Pierre-Luc Dubois going to Los Angeles. But first, let me tell you a little bit about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's basically impossible to go to your average storefront and get the part you need. Uh, You know, you've got to go in, you've got to endure all this pointless and intimidating questioning from someone who knows better than you, uh, or thinks that does anyway, and you have to wait for them to order the part, you have to wait for the part to come in before your car can be fixed, Uh, or you could simply just go on your phone or computer and head straight to rockauto.com. Uh, rockauto.com is a family business they've been doing this online for about 20 years now and they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps motor oil uh, even things like new carpets Uh, if you can imagine it on or in your car rockauto.com probably stocks it Um, best of all prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low so no matter if you are a professional looking to stock up on your garage parts or you're a DIYer just looking for this one thing to fix your car go to rockauto.com right now and see all of the parts that are available for your car or truck make sure you write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're going to be picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get podcasts. So. Mm-hmm. And kind of feels like the sort of guy who, you know, the, the downside of the Kings getting so many prospects is that some of the guys who you really like are going to end up being expendable. And I mean, I guess if I have to trade Jared Anderson Dolan, who I love very much and think would be right at home in LA, um, particularly knowing LA's thoughts around drafting him and how they were basically like, if some team is not drafting him because he has two moms, that team sucks. I mean, I think they were more colorful language. scouting scouting staff scouting staff about that but you know so I think that he you know the culture of LA would be really good for him but at the end of the day is he bet like I, I whenever I think about doing my like top 25 under 25 lists or prospect rankings or anything I always kind of think like would I trade this guy for a guy above him and if someone came to me and you know if you know things didn't exist the way they did. And they were like, would you like Gabe Velarde in exchange for Jared Anderson Dolan? I'd be like, yes, because I, I value Velarde a little higher. Uh, so it, it sucks to see players who you like and believe in become expendable because of the wealth of riches your team has now gotten for being bad. <laughs> Anywhere, I'd like him to go to a team I don't hate. So <laughs> again, 
much like you and being like, well, Dubois can come to LA because I, I am okay with that team. I, I would be okay with uh, sending good old Jad uh, to, to Columbus because I like you guys. The cannon can go, but you know. <laughs> no, the cannon has to stay. The cannon stays forever. It's my favorite. <laughs> can you trade the cannon? <laughs> can you package the cannon in a trade? Absolutely not. The cannon is uh, an untouchable. The cannon has a full no trade clause uh, and will not be waiving it for anyone. So. <laughs> yeah, I feel like though, like LA and Columbus are kind of in that same space of like, yeah, we were bad. Like Columbus was bad before LA was bad. And now we're kind of on that upward, upward trend that hopefully LA will be on in the next couple of years. But we kind of are in the same place if we have all of these good young children that I'm extremely fond of and we just don't have room for them. So some of them are just going to have to kind of sit in the minors and, you know, play in Cleveland and maybe at some point they'll get called up. Um, And, you know, that's kind of what happened with Josh Anderson is he wanted, you know, homegrown, really good, really good boy, really good player. Um, I assumed he was going to be here for the long haul. And then suddenly we realized, oh, okay, well, we've got like three guys that could replace him. So we'll pay those guys like 900K and we'll pay and we'll trade him for a guy like Max Domi. So I feel like it's a similar, a similar ish position that LA is going to be in in like two years where you're like, right, we have to trade one of. Tukot, Byfield, Anderson Dolan, uh, Thomas, and Velardi. And you have to kind of figure out which of your children you want the least. That sounds so horrible, but it's also true. <laughs> like that's, hockey is, like, when you, when you boil down to it, like, hockey is, we've talked about this before, it is, like, weirdly dystopian. Like, we're going to choose which of our children we love the most. And then the rest of them are going to get sent away to other places. Uh, but also we're going to make them play for free in a pandemic. Uh, and also we're going to make them work out in front of like 30 middle-aged men. It's definitely that like the, the Arrested Development clip where um, the, I, I've totally blanked on her name now, but the, the mom of the family is like, I love all of my children equally. And then like smash cut to earlier in the day. And she's like, I really don't care for Job. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> like that's, all of these teams are in. Like, I love all of my boys equally. <laughs> I really don't care for- I don't care for Drew Doughty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So yeah, I feel like I feel like good old good old poor poor Jad. I'm gonna send him to 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 Columbus, and I would assume there's some sort of pick probably. That would I was gonna say, would you do Jared and or Jarrett, I guess, uh, and Mikey Anderson package no. together? Nope. <laughs> I know that I they are they children, really, but <laughs> I think they really believe in Mikey Anderson and. Uh, Defense, unfortunately, is somewhere where the Kings are kind of weak. Um, and I, I think that he he has really proven himself and I think is like earning a spot on the opening day roster. Um, I, I think that they would be a little reluctant to give up on him um, 
quite so early um, because there's just not a lot of depth in the defense pool. So I think that, you know, maybe it would be another forward prospect instead. Um, do you want to hear my really cursed idea that I told that I told you that I had? I mean, no, but <laughs> you're going to tell me anyway, whether it be here or like in text. So it might as well be where the listeners could also be cursed. So what's what's Pierre Luc Dubois' cap hit? It is five million dollars. Is is that with his, and that's his his current contract? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he just signed. Um, okay, this doesn't this doesn't doesn't well, it works out. My my cursed idea was that you get a prospect, you get a Jared Anderson Dolan or something, <laughs> but we also give you back Jeff Carter. <laughs> I mean, do we have to take all of Jeff Carter's uh, $5.2 million salary at the age of 36, or will you keep some? I think we would be able to keep some, because I don't think they have anyone. I know there's a limit on, like, how many people you can retain salary from, but right now all of the extra money on their books is um, buying out Dion Phaneuf, Ilya Kovalchuk quitting, and then the eternal Mike Richards. And then, yeah, you're going to pay Mike Richards for the next 25 years. Um, (laughs) Which still brings me a lot of joy. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) One of our mutual friends, and you know who, um, has has an alert set up in in the calendar for the day where Mike Richards' uh, penalties stop being paid off and it's in year like 2030 something yeah it's <laughs> and I can't wait for it's for still be friends and get to celebrate this together yes coming up in just a minute we have the end of our my conversation with sarah about pierre-luc dubois uh noted la king pierre-luc dubois uh but first let me tell you a little bit about bet online uh so college football uh, just finished up last night. Uh, Alabama beating Ohio State. Uh, you should have put some money on that. And the place you should have done that is betonline.ag. But don't worry, uh, it's not too late. You can still bet on the NFL season. Uh, you could bet on the NBA, which has started back up. The NHL is back tomorrow. So if you want to make a bet on, uh, I don't know, how many goals Oliver Bjorkstrand is going to score this season or what Jonas Corposalo's safe percentage is going to be, then there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust that you can do that. Betonline.ag. Uh, if you sign up today for a free account, use promo code LOCKEDON, all one word, uh, you can get a 50% welcome bonus. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Remember, it's not too late to listen to the Locked On NHL season preview series on Locked On NHL podcast. You get intel on all 31 teams and fantasy waiver wire ads from Locked On fantasy hockey host Scott Cullen. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get podcasts. But yeah, I I could see the the Kings agreeing to uh, to retain some of his salary um, if, if it gets him off the books. And I just think about how bad this would piss him off. He would walk into the ocean and never return. I think like he would be so unhappy. 
retiring instead of being traded to another team because he's been very open about the fact that like you know he wants to stay in LA and you know tries to kind of squash the rumors that he would retire instead of being traded but also I feel like if they tried to send him back to Columbus he would yeah no he would walk into the ocean like he just straight up would not go anywhere like you could trade him to like I'm trying to think somewhere that he would go willingly and I don't think there are any options <laughs> like Anaheim? because it would mean he didn't have to move probably yeah I was like maybe Anaheim like maybe Vancouver because he has some friends there but like that's that's all I've got, and I do think it is. If it was a choice of Columbus or the ocean, he would be like, "Well, bye. <laughs> I have to go immediately." Right. So, <laughs> so while I like me as a person deeply enjoys this extremely cursed thought you have brought into <laughs> into existence, um, it's still not as bad as. Um, I was watching the the Blue Jacket scrimmage on like the YouTube stream the other day, and oh, yeah, like, people can comment as things are going on, and people kept being like, "Oh, so and so for Pierre Luc Dubois," and uh, I saw two extremely cursed options, and then one ridiculous one. So the ridiculous one is someone who I suspect was drunk because uh, the typing was really bad. Um, they said uh, Stephen Stamkos. Victor Hedman, uh, Nikita Kucherov, and someone else who I can't quite remember, but it was it was four guys and four like roster players for Pierre Luc Dubois and Devin Shaw, who is no longer (laughs) on the Blue Jackets. (laughs) Which like, okay, my guy, if that's if that's what you want, then I guess go go with God and all that. Um, but the, the extremely good options were Dubois for Sagan, straight up, which, no, I would walk into the ocean if that happened. Um, and then someone else was like, what if we do Dubois and Savard for uh, D'Angelo and Lafreniere? And I'm like... What? I don't... Could you immediately buy out D'Angelo? Uh, I mean, maybe. Could we just, like, drop him in one of the Great Lakes on the way past, like... Or, like, assign him to the ECHL and then forget about him. Yeah, like, why Why are all these people so eager to get, like, white supremacists and homophobes on, on the team? We just don't know. I mean, we do know. It's because... It's hot. Yeah, it's because it's the NHL. Um, but so our our trade proposal so far is Pierre-Luc Dubois for Anderson Dolan and most of Jeff Carter. <laughs> Both salary and physically, because he, I love him, but um, actually he's looked really good in training camp. I, I shouldn't make too much fun of Jeff Carter having the, season and i'm not just talking about the sick flow that he has going on flow is um, the best thing that jeff carter has done in a long time <laughs> like i love jeff but also <laughs> he was really bad. I'm bored. I don't have to put in. 
but uh, uh, he actually has looked pretty good. And I think that having, you know, did he get months surgery or did he break his leg or something last season? Was that, um, he had surgery on some, some sort of nebulous hip injury. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. That was it. A couple years ago was the year he had his, they, they refused to say it was his Achilles, but it might as well have been uh, like a, a tendon in his ankle was cut. Oh, by, yeah. by a-, a nebulous tendon in his ankle. But he like, and he has even said like, he is really just now kind of feeling like he has more movement back and he was really playing kind of uh, um, at, at a disadvantage the past few years. But uh, no, I, I make fun of him even though he's my favorite, um, but he actually has looked pretty good uh, in, in training camp, which is kind of meaningless. Like everyone looks good in training camp. Like if you don't- right. <laughs> When they're playing against, you know, prospects and minor league guys then. <laughs> but hopefully it can it can transfer fingers crossed yeah so so jad plus a portion of jeff carter plus probably i would say 75 percent like, of jeff carter but he has to keep the hair um that's i'm writing that into the trade that is that is one of the conditions of the trade <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, like think... like maybe a pick just for fun yeah like like a sixth round pick or something. Yeah, sure. One of those like picks that mean nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That like the Kings will probably get it back, you know? <laughs> well, the Kings have all the picks in the world. So I was just looking. You have your own first round. Your own... So you have all of your own picks except seventh this year. Then you have St. Louis's second round, Toronto's third round, and Calgary's fourth round pick which seems like you have too many picks. So you could probably give up at least one of those. I guess. Uh, the, the, uh, I was trying to figure out how we got some of them. The Blues one is actually from Vegas as part of the... Uh, oh, the Martinez trade? Poor, poor boy sent to Vegas to suffer. But yeah, I was like, why did we trade with St. Louis? The answer was never. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they've been really good at acquiring picks, and I think that now we're kind of at the point where we have a lot of prospects where giving away some of those low picks isn't going to matter too much. But um, it's better than a first-round pick being on the table because then we would have had the discussion about like requiring it to be lottery-protected because the Kings are still going to stink for a while. But uh, one of those – or even like, I don't know, that Calgary fourth-round pick or something. Like, yeah. And you might, like, accidentally end up picking second overall again yeah. next season, so. Yeah, they're going to be bad, so it's possible. Well, I think we have a not terrible trade proposal here. Um, so I will talk to my people, and you talk to your people, and <laughs> we'll uh, we'll get this trade done, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to go call Rob right now. Uh, I think that's all the time we have for today. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at jthegoalie. You can find this podcast at lo underscore bluejackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Uh, you can find Sarah at right said Sarah W-R-I-T-E, and Sarah with an H. And you can find her podcast at LockedOnLAKings. Uh, and you can also find her at Locked On NHL. Uh, but until then, 
I will see you tomorrow.